You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's Wednesday. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement System Studio. Alex, you got to crank that this morning after what happened last night. Let it ride, baby! Hit it. Mm -mm. Flames win an improbable, an impossible... Maybe a downright maybe. questionable one nothing <laughs> win. I guess that was offside. I guess. I don't know. My favorite part about all of that is when Daryl like shook his head, it's like, yeah, it's onside. Did you see that in Where the broadcast? All five of them are gathered around the bench, yeah. and Daryl's like, oh. like, we're good, boys. We're done here. Get on the plane. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, uh, hold wait, on. Hold on a second. Rasmus Get the sticks Anderson. back on the rack, boys. Bring back the sticks. Rasmus Anderson told Brendan Parker he had half of his gear off. He was so frustrated with how the game had gone. No, eh, come on. Come back out. And he had the first shift right after it, too. Yeah. Um, Flames win one nothing in a shootout. Jacob Markstrom, <laughs> absolutely unreal last night. And you and I had the conversation yesterday. Who's going to start net? Marcin or Vladar, back end of a back-to-back. Good move by Daryl to start Markstrom last night. Yeah, that, that one panned out, I would argue. Yeah. And um, I think we talked about, we've talked about this. Can you name one game where a Flames goaltender has stolen a victory? Yeah, that one last night. That he stole one, victory. That was it. Yeah. It only took 65 games for this team to get yep. their first shutout. But it is here. Yep. He... More than deserved it. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, that's a new career high for him for saves in a shutout. Yeah, 40. 40 yeah. Thro- it wasn't 40. Th- 40 he was saves. up there. Yeah, I got 40, 40 saves. 43 shots in a manifest? Well, mm. probably with the shootout, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're counting the three extra in the yeah, shootout. Yeah, there it is. Because uh, he only, I was kind of upset he let in one in the shootout, too. And not, <laughs> okay, so not only does the team get it to overtime. For some reason, that goal gets called. Uh, the goal gets called back, and then in Didn't the have shootout, George. Yeah, and then in the shootout, they're down. Okay, you're like now they're gonna lose, and then Nazem Kadri comes down, scores an enormously clutch shootout goal, glove side, and yep. Gustafson had been just as good all yep. game long and as then, he was Saturday in Calgary. He's better than he was Saturday in Calgary. Oh yeah, and then Tyler Toffoli comes down, scores the shootout winner, and the Flames win. Just a, a remarkable one nothing win over the Minnesota Wild last night. So much to discuss in this game. And I think the low-key thing that's going to get lost in it was how chippy things got. Especially early on. And I would anticipate Ryan Hartman having a discussion with the NHL after that slash on Rasmus Anderson. And good thing Anderson wasn't hurt. You could see him, like, favoring and shaking the old hand there. The wrist, yeah. Yeah, that was a bad, bad slash. But that game got super chippy last night. And Markstrom was just absolutely fantastic last night for the Calgary Flames. Uh, today is day three of us giving away KISS tickets. Yeah! Live Nation presents KISS End of the Road World Tour. Where's the rest of it? Coming November 12th, 2023 to the Scotiabank Saddledome. I was thinking, Patrick, maybe it's your turn to do one of those today. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, I don't like this idea. 
Do you need it? I do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, send it to me. Then I can do it. All right. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. And so, then I want to get, because I want to use your version today, because I thought about last night. I'm like, should be like your turn to do it today. Because I've done it. Maddie's done it. Alex right. has done it. I think it's your turn. All right. I just sent it to you. Okay. I agree. You want it now? Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, oh well, Alex got Alex to find He's got to find a track. Oh. Gotta Kiss find a, a fresh we got Kiss a thunder. We, yep. we got a thunder. Yeah, yeah. we got a thunder. Ooh, okay. That oh. bass at the start. <laughs> Patty, <laughs> Patty knows <laughs> his track. He wants yeah. it. All right. Feels like Patty wants the tickets. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd go to Kiss. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like I'd get so drunk at Kiss, I'd, I'd be passed out before Wait, we get on is, stage. Is that midweek? Yeah. I hate midweek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hates a strong word. It's ah, it's work. a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, Alex, do you have the song ready or? Okay. All right. Live Nation presents Kiss End of the Road World Tour, November 12, 2023, at the Scotia Bank Saddle Dome. Tickets on sale Friday, March 10th at 10 a.m. All right. You got that clipped? Well done, Patrick. That was good. Gracias. I'm going to use that version today. I like it. Kiss. Kiss. With special guest Gravedigger. <laughs> Goldberg. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Take that shirt off. Be there or don't be there. Um, Flames with a one. <laughs> you don't win. Truckosaurus. Uh, <laughs> Truckosaurus was the best. The dinosaur that eats cars. I don't know whether to And it like breathes fire you. out of its nose. You're like, yes. Do you ever go to Monster Jam when you were a kid? Um, let me ask you an honest question. <laughs> oh, good. In the time you've known me, for I don't this... think Monster Jam was a thing when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. What do you think? What am I like? A hundred and seven years old? No. Back in the Nickelodeon when we went when I was a kid. <laughs> I gotta find They called most... them the talkies, Patrick. It started in 92. All right. Yeah, I'm of course sorry. I was okay. a kid. All right. So do I strike the five months you've known me doing this show? Mm. Do I strike you as a monster truck kind of guy? <laughs> no. Okay. But I don't know. As a kid, you know, like, yeah. you never know. Grave digger. I went and watched the monster trucks as a kid. I probably wouldn't go do it again. But like, they got him at GMC Stadium now. So my my dad uh came to this country in 1976 mm. from Yugoslavia at the time. If I would ask my dad as a kid, hey, can we go see Monster Truck? He'd be like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Monster Truck? Nah. <laughs> well, nah. that's too Went bad. to sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> like, went to the track. But, like, Monster Truck? No bueno. It was fun, dude. Lots of loud, loud cars. Things Bigfoot, getting crushed. Grave digger. Yeah. Wearing headphones. Or big earmuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Loud in there. Um, your chance to win kiss tickets. Do we got the Patrick version all queued up there, Alex? I can't get it till six fifteen. What? Oh, he wasn't oh, recording no. it. Oh, oh, yeah, I should have just. You want me to do it again? Okay, one sec. Let me what set it up that? to record. What's going on this morning. All right, do it again. Well, he has to have the song. Oh, I don't know if I can record and have the song. <laughs> you know because... what? You just grab it at six fifteen. It's okay. 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 Yeah. You just grab Five it at six fifteen. All right. Um, 960-960, name and location, your chance to win. Kiss tickets. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. Hmm. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 
Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 960, 960, name and location. The best slash most creative, clever, funny text is going to win a pair of tickets to Kiss. There is some opportunity for some low-hanging fruit there. Yep. Be better. We're down with that, though. I, I do love it, but like George said, let's see a little bit of creativity. Let's try and uh, get our brains working a little early this morning, get you all sharp before you get to work. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I like the question. I think it's a good one. I okay. think Jacob Markstrom was better than my dinner yesterday. Oh, what did you have for dinner? I made burgers yesterday. They were very good. But Jacob Markstrom was better. Mm. Look at you making burgers for dinner. Yeah, like I'm some sort of chef. You're like, you're like Guy Fieri. Yeah, exactly like him. The current girlfriend has an unnatural hatred for Guy Fieri. I don't know why. An unnatural hatred. Yeah, she like despises Guy Fieri. And I just like to say it that way, Guy yeah, Fieri instead of Guy Fieri. I've, I've noticed. He is the mayor, mayor of Flavortown. He and by sure the way, is. they should they should change because there was a big talk of changing the name of Columbus because of who it's associated with. Mm-hmm. So then he's from there. Let's just change it to Flavortown. Wouldn't that be the best? The Flavortown Blue town? Jackets? Exactly. Johnny Goudreau signed with the Flavortown Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's in. That's a passport to Flavortown right there. Yeah. <laughs> you get that, and then we have to wait like 10 minutes for I, a kiss song? I have that one. He what has that on go. <laughs> that one's saved. For what reason? For that, this exact reason. Yeah, I might waiting. talk about Guy Fieri. I've been waiting. I've had it okay, locked all right. and loaded. Good for you. Flavor Time Blue Jackets reminds me of like You're the Compu CompuWare ambassadors. <laughs> yeah. So Alex is like coming to work today. He's like, maybe today's the day they talk about Guy Fieri. <laughs> maybe I'll finally get to drop her in. Yeah, today's the day. Um, yeah. Um, burgers, Guy Fieri. That's what you are. Mm, very similar. Now what's very your close. what's your condiment for a burger? Like how do you how do you like it depends to on the your type burger? of burger? Yesterday I went for a little bit of kind of like a barbecue style. Oh, okay. So I had sauteed up uh, some onions. There mm. was some bacon involved. So there was some cheese and uh, just a little barbecue sauce and mayo yesterday. Look at you. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Not um, bad. Could have been worse. I'm, Wasn't as good as Jacob Markstrom. No, I'm uh, I'm uh, obviously borderline child with my immaturity as well. Yeah, when was the last time you cooked? Uh, for myself? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you cook all the time then? Well, it's not like I'm it's not like I'm baking stuff in my apartment. I'm I'm a lonely single guy in my apartment. Like what do you what are you cooking these days? I'm curious. Uh, I like to do things very easy for myself. Mhm. What did I have last night? For dinner actually i ordered pizza last like night. eggs <laughs> no egg, uh, i've, I've i used my... to live with a guy who would have just like ah, four eggs for dinner like i've made that's it i've made myself tacos mm-hmm. that's easy to I, uh, yeah. again i'm not guy fieri level of chef that's yeah, for, sure. for sure i like to keep it as basic as possible mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a basic you know what jim bits jimmy's yeah. jim thos <laughs> No, that that doesn't fit there. But I I I appreciate the, it. It kind of like kind of, mm. but like in the sense that we're both talking about yeah, food. I'm definitely but that's not making it. homemade burgers like you did last night. And anyway, back to being a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I still can't quit ketchup. I just love ketchup. I also love ketchup. But yesterday was the the style of burger that I was having. That I said, you know what? You can't barbecue have sauce. Yeah, I feel like which Patrick, is mostly ketchup anyways. I so. feel like Patrick hates ketchup. Uh, I like ketchup when, with oh. fries and okay. on a burger. Yeah, I don't like it on a hot dog. Have you though. ever had? Uh, mm. Have you ever had mayonnaise with your fries? 
Yes, yep. all the time. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude. I always thought that was a little revolting. Did, speaking of mayo, did you see Will Levis, the uh, quarterback from Kentucky, for the this year's draft? He puts mayo in his coffee. <sighs> Why? I, I don't know, but yeah, he puts mayo in his coffee. Nope. Like I saw him squirt the bottle straight and straight to prison. Yeah, and mayo you know, in his coffee. Yep. Yeah, Doesn't we'll, it curdle right away oh, if it's yeah, red it's, hot? Yeah, yeah, it's hot coffee and it's chunky. That's just. Right Why? to prison. Just Throw go Will, in jail. Will, and this guy's going to be like the second or third quarterback taken in this year's draft. Yeah, yeah, if I was a GM, I'd say hard pass. This guy's a lunatic. Yeah. You know, you Bryce Young may be, almost be under 200 pounds, but this guy freaking pits mayo in his coffee. <laughs> yeah, and our Matty Rose like, was gagging when he had heated mayonnaise on his popcorn. He couldn't even do it. It belongs in certain places. In other places, it does not. Yeah. And it, I think that there is a very... There's no gray area. There is a line in the sand as to where mayo belongs and where it does not. And mm-hmm. I, I think that we're getting a little frivolous these times. Yeah. Putting it on popcorn, throwing it in our coffee. Mayo's let's, actually kind of, you know, we are a society. Let's because of, by because some of rules. Your generation, mayonnaise is actually a condiment that's slowly dying because that people aren't into mayonnaise. Because anymore. we found out what, how it's made. Yeah. I need that yeah. on a sandwich, man. <laughs> yeah. Mayonnaise I, needs to be on a sandwich. I always put on my sandwiches, 100% turkey sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh, I'm surprised you guys are such... I bet you Alex is not a mayo guy at all. Uh, See? Like, I'll put... I use it in, like, my Caesar salad dressing. That's about it. The Miracle Whip guy? Mm, mayo's it, better than Wait, the mayo you make your own Caesar salad, salad dressing? With mayo? Yeah, like, it's it substitutes, like, an egg white or, like, an egg whatever. I'm not a good cook, but... Hey, man. That's all right. I put, yeah, like it's it has to be mayo. It can't or, be like. Or Alex, what about just going to the store and buying Caesar dressing? <laughs> it's not as good. It, it isn't. It's, it's like a family own? recipe, you know? I, I believe know. it. That's <laughs> fair. They put mayonnaise in their Caesar in Manitoba. Is that what it is? <laughs> First time I'm hearing. Alex, you see, <laughs> Alex, you see, uh, old grandma used to put a lot of Miracle Whip in that Caesar dressing. No, nope, it's it a can- family. It can't be Miracle Whip. It has to be mayo, like Hellman's mayo. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are different. Yeah, apparently. All right. I just start thinking about like those seven layer salads, and you're like, there's nothing salad about this. Yeah. Or one layer is just mayo. I like learning stuff about uh, one another. That's so weird as well. (laughs) Um, Keep those texts rolling in. You want to talk about mayonnaise? Go ahead. Uh, Jacob Markstrom (laughs) was better than my blank last night. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 960, 960. Not a lot of PG ones right now. You can bleep bleep them out. I told you, there's low-hanging fruit here. I'll bleep them then. Yeah, you can bleep them. All right. Very easy to do. Texty McTexerson. What about that uh, second one if you're looking at that text line? I don't know if I can bleep that. (laughs) Might get in trouble, actually. Mm. What, huge cadre goal to keep us alive? No, you got to go way at the top. uh, 614. Why do, Why does Toronto George please talk about Nick Ritchie? Was he, like, outstanding last no, night or something? No, the latest one. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. There you go. You can you can, ble- you can bleep that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about Nick Ritchie? Yeah, he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, please talk about what do you want me to say? Like, he's exactly what we thought he was going to be. <laughs> he's a big body. Uh, take some dumb penalties once in a while. A lot once of Once in a while? Penalties. How about three in about 35 minutes yeah. of game time between yeah. the end of last game and the first half of yesterday's yeah. contest? Yeah, what was those one. J Fresh uh, player cards for uh, Nick and Brett Ritchie? Uh, 
Yeah, fourth it, line forward takes a lot of penalties. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that cross check he gave to Dewar was so unnecessary, and then the dragged him period. down. Yeah, it was like, yep, that's a penalty. That's, we can't do that. Nope, Tripping just penalty. a blatant cross check from behind into the boards. Probably going to get called every time, just like the high skin one. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is a shoulder right to the numbers, yeah. right in the boards. Yeah, with three minutes left in a game. Again, I've what are you doing? Listen. Team is uh teams two no with him in the lineup. <laughs> so there's that. Woo! Right? He the still Cal- looks listen. like he's trying to stop playing Arizona Coyotes hockey. Listen, listen closely to me. The Calgary Flames have never lost with Nick Ritchie in the lineup. It. Cut it out. Okay? Never. Cut it out. Perfect. Stop what you're doing Undefeated. right now. Undefeated. Best team ever in the NHL okay. with Nick Ritchie stop. in the lineup. Shut your mouth. O. Perfect. Those are all facts. <laughs> They're perfect. They've never lost. Best team in the NHL. That you're throwing that in your facts. Listen, when you're you throwing a, that in your facts, when you have a one thousand uh-huh. winning percentage, yeah, right, great, with a specific player in sure. the lineup, yeah, those are facts. Boy, has he been the difference maker in each of them? Um, there, there's so much to talk about after last night's game, and the Flames they they were running out of gas in that third period too, in the back end of a back to back. And they were hanging on. And Jacob Marshall's like, nope, uh, I'm going to put today. you on my back and forget about bad Jacob Markstrom. You know what I need to do? Now, I just, I like when I have these these things just popping I in just, my stupid yeah, brain. Y- I your just eyes got idea. a little sparkle in them. I need to contact Sportsnet Stats. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them an email during the break. Uh-huh. And we got to get the exact date of when Jacob Markstrom had the birth of his first child. Mm-hmm. We got to get his numbers pre-birth post-birth because i'd imagine they are vastly different oh they are i can almost without a doubt say right. they're different because i think it's been four games now it's certainly At been least. the last three but i want to say four and he's been their best player in at least two of the games yep um gets the shutout yesterday he looks like a different guy like there was the one save and we talked about I think when we were at the Bruins game together about Dan Vladar maybe being too deep in his net and how it was a lack of confidence that you kind of see when a netminder is so deep in their net. And when Jacob Markstrom came out like three feet out of the crease to challenge that Matt Boldy shot, it was kind of like, oh, that's that's the old Jacob Markstrom. Those are the confident plays that he makes when he's on his game and, and he knows that he can be his absolute best. And there were just a handful of plays like that yesterday that, that looked calm, that looked confident. And that's exactly what you want to see from Jacob Markstrom. Cause when he's playing like that, when he's sure of himself, he's a hard goaltender to beat. And we saw that yesterday. Like even there was one or two instances where the puck like bounces into the crease and he kind of, as much as sketchy as it was, yep. made it look relatively easy. And and we're going to get a lot more into the performance. The, the one thing I really noticed last night, how he was battling through traffic to see the puck. And wasn't giving up rebounds once no. he found those pucks either. No. He was terrific last night. Uh, a ton on the Flames. one nothing shootout win last night. And the improbable offside call that was offside that probably wasn't offside, but it was offside. But it doesn't matter because the Flames have been screwed over a few times this season. So it all kind of works out in the end. But everyone was surprised by the no-go call. Everybody on the ice 
guys on the bench. I was the shook. coaching staff. Um, we'll talk about that, and we'll also um, we'll also play some post game where somebody had a bit of an incident behind Daryl Sutter. <laughs> we got to play some of that. We got to play some of that too. Uh, Luke Gazdick, uh, former National Hockey Leaguer, uh, Sportsnet NHL analyst, will join us at seven thirty. The franchise, Eric Francis, at eight o'clock. We'll see what's also irking Eric. Wonder what the hiccups guy. <laughs> and uh, Brent Gunning and Sam McKee at 8.30. Uh, they do the golf show over on Sportsnet 590 Fan in Toronto. They're both going to join us at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, tee up the Players Championship. The Players. Which gets going tomorrow at TPC Sawgrass. In case you're in a pool, in case you want to put down a bet, talk a little golf at 8.30. Uh, so we're pretty much doing all Calgary Flames till 8.30. That's essentially what we're doing this morning. And there'll be a little bit of golf. Yep. And then it'll probably be more flames. Yeah. And then we'll say bye. And uh, your chance to win a pair of tickets to kiss. Do we have the Patrick Reed? Live Nation presents Kiss. End of the Road World Tour, November 12, 2023, at the Scotia Bank Saddle Dome. Yeah. Tickets on sale Friday, March 10th at 10 a.m. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacob Marstrom was better than my blank last night. Jacob Marstrom was better than my blank last night. 960, 960, name and location. The best text or even phone call. We'll do it later. Wins two tickets to kiss. Lots to do. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Everything basement-y since 1992 serving Calgary and southern Alberta. We're in the afterglow of a Flames one nothing shootout win last night over the Minnesota Wild. Shocker that the last time the Flames played a scoreless game after overtime was way back when, March 27, 2007, at Minnesota against the Wild. A long time ago, 16 years since it's happened to the Calgary Flames. We saw it last night. A ton to do in the Rose Report straight ahead. Luke Gazdick. Former NHL or NHL on Sportsnet at 7.30. The franchise, Eric Francis at 8 o'clock. And we'll talk some golf with Brent Gunning and Sam McKee at 8.30. But right now, oh, and we're giving away kiss tickets today. That's fun. Are we? That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 960-960 name and location. There's already a few offside texts that we've received. Yep. Like... I appreciate the effort, but we also have to have them a little radio friendly. Yes, that is correct. That is a very important part of the entire exercise. Like there's mentions of teeth that we can't talk about. Can't do that one. No, but uh, keep them rolling in 960, 960, name and location. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. On 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Ah, yes. Welcome inside on your Wednesday. Welcome to your morning report. Flames did something that they haven't done all year long last night. Markstrom, like Superman, dives to make the save. 
We'll look back at the Flames in the Wild, plus the rest of the NHL sked. Busy Tuesday, 10 games, only three tonight. Raps, Jays, NFL, and Wranglers notes too, so let's dive in. Flames closed out at Central Division, back-to-back in Minnesota against the Wild. Flames 3-2-2 on the second half of a back-to-back this season. The Wild entered the game with one of the best records when facing teams on the second half of a doubleheader, 10-2 on the season. So that didn't bode well for the Flames. No changes to the lineup, including between the pipes. Jacob Markstrom goes in back-to-back days, and I would boldly say I think they made the right call. Spoke to Captain Obvious today. Yep, spoke to Captain Obvious today. Early on, tripping penalty for Nick Ritchie. That's two bad penalties and about six minutes of action from the end of Monday's game to the start of Tuesday's. Looked maybe a little bit rattled after it too, but nevertheless, Flames with a great kill. Even had the better of the chances. Now with 2 on one the other way. Backlund with Lindholm. Backlund to Lindholm. He shoots and is stopped by Gustafson. Flames the best play in the first period might have been on that kill. Markstrom had to hold them in it early as the team tried to find their legs. Here comes Boldy up the left wing side. He winds and fires and it's stopped. Rebound Eric Sinek. And he's denied by Markstrom who's sharp early on. He was good early. He was ready to play. Yeah, he made the big saves on Boldy and Eric Sinek, and then like a short time later on a two-on-one with Kaprizov. Yep. Stopped him too. No problem. Flames would get a couple of power plays on the goon double dip for Ryan Hartman. Little scrum after a whistle. Nothing too contentious. Anderson going after Kaprizov a little bit, just getting in the Russian Stars grill, as you do with any team that has a superstar player. Hartman comes over, two-hand lumberjack chop on the wrist of Anderson. Lewis wanders over to ask him, hey, bro, what the heck was that? He gets suckered right in the mouth by Hartman. So I do wonder if there's a fine or a suspension coming today. You can literally see his stick flex as he brought it down on yeah. Anderson's wrist. Totally uncalled for. Luckily, Anderson stayed in the game. Yeah, 100%. That was a big time slash because he did the good old shaking his hand off after that slash. Hit him oh, yeah. in the right spot of the glove, probably. Yeah, 100%. And you're like, you're very close to breaking bones there, too. Yeah. Um, power play was not that great. Didn't hit pay dirt. They're actually, they were 0 for 9 entering the game. They start 0 for 2 in the first period. A Hannafin holding penalty would eventually kill the second half of the four-minute double minor. You know my favorite part of that first period was? What was that? Did you see the part where Hannafin loses a stick? Then he takes... I was going to get to it. Okay, all right. I literally, the only... <laughs> Like, like it I, was a low event first period. Here's what, here's what I wrote. Power play 0 for 9 entering the game. Starts yep. 0 for 2. The only other notable notable thing was a great teamwork when Hannafin lost his stick right, and they worked ahead. together to get everyone a twig. Yep. How about that? It was nice. They did the big chain. It was nice. So Hannafin loses his stick, rips it out of the hands of Dylan Dubé, who I don't think really wanted to give up the <laughs> stick, but he had to. And then Lucic comes over, gives Dubé his stick. He flies to the bench. And then has a change. And go, that's teamwork. He either got a change or grabbed a stick. And as soon as the flames were breaking out, they put it right to that spot and they found a guy with a stick. Yep. Great teamwork, guys. Really good job. Uh, kind of said that's the point where we got to where we're like, oh, that was outstanding. Wow. Look at you trading sticks. Three more power plays in the first half of the second period. One for the flames. It wasn't great. Most notable play might have been the rush defense by Jacob Pelche late in the power play after a turnover. Then Stetcher took a penalty, but a good kill. Then Richie took another penalty, but another good kill. That was a dumb penalty. That was another. Cross-checking Dewar from behind. 
It was very unnecessary. Two of his three so far where you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Markstrom was good, but so was Philip Gustafson in between the wild pipes coming off a shutout in Saturday's game. Lynn Tome and Golubowski battle for it. Tavoldi drinks it free and drops it. Pelche shoots and gets through Gustafson, but he dives back and covers the puck right before it goes across the goal line. Another good game for Pelche. Still scoreless after 40 minutes of play. I love when Pelche got a roughing penalty. Yeah, going after Matt Dumba. I yeah. think he started with Zuccarello because Zuccarello gives him a little cross check. I think that was actually the exact play that it happens on. Yeah. And then Zuccarello went after someone else, and Pelche went after him, and then Dumba went after him, and then Dumba swung first, and Pelche said, I'm not taking that, and he yeah. swung back, and you love to see it from the yeah. young man. It also, Manjipani. Happy 22nd birthday, Jacob Pelche, there by you the go. way, yesterday. Uh, yeah, I love adult birthdays. Hell uh, yeah. Manjipani, uh, very weak interference call. Like, he, he wasn't that purposely... It's such a classic John Klingberg play where he's yeah. just totally unaware and he gets yeah. smoked. It yeah. happened multiple times in the game yesterday. Very frustrating I, that that was an interference call. Ah, John Klingberg, man. Yep. Not for me. Uh, Flames started the third on a four-on-three kill. Pelche and Dumba took offsetting minors before Manchapani took an interference penalty late in the second. Like we just talked about, and the Wild pressed early, but it was number 25 tall to the task. Nearside to Kaprizov, who gets wrapped up by Lewis. Puck comes free. Boldy with a blast, and Markstrom, three feet out of his crease, cuts down the angle to make a terrific stop. Flames did have a chance shortly after that, too. Pelche, who can't corral the puck. Now he'll go after it behind the wild net, but it's Gaudreau who grabs it and then loses it to Foley shoots off the crossbar. Yeah. Ding. Rips it. Heavy legs in the third period, too. Flames outshot 16-6, to plus the post, but Jacob Markstrom got them to overtime. I, I thought the Flames, uh, I thought Nazem Kadri was lucky. He ran over Kaprizov. That should have been a penalty. It was from behind. It was a little dirty. I like Kadri oh, when the he boards? plays on the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the one you're and talking I'm like, about. No penalty. Okay, sure. That was right before Toffoli rang the crossbar. Yeah, I know. Yep, I know the moment and, that you're and, talking. I thought it was going to be a penalty as well. And I'm looking at my notes from last night, and it's a recurring theme. How I keep talking about how razor sharp Jacob Markstrom is. Oh, he was so good. Also, the Wild block a ton of shots, like there, a lot. And again, the second period, um, low event hockey. Third period, low event hockey. I don't like watching the Wild. I I find them to be boring. Really, water's wet. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, I was like, no kidding. Every time there's a shot chance, it's getting blocked. And they have one every of the most exciting a, players on the planet. Every time there's a rush chance, you're getting caught from behind because yeah. they check so well as a group. Kaprizov is the only player that yeah. gets you out of your seat. Right. Like, when he wound it up in overtime at that one moment, you're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it's very Marion Gabrick vibes for the Wild from years ago. They had one super exciting player, and the rest of the roster, you wanted to you had tears of boredom. Uh, Even last night. Yeah, for a lot of it. And that Hartman, man. That guy's he's playing on the edge. Such a greaser. Yep. Um, He's not having a very good season, though, for what that words. is worth and over to, by the way, too, uh -huh. in the third period. Yeah, tell me. How did Ryan Reeves pitchfork that puck over the glass when he had the open side? <laughs> did you see that part? Just an elite pass. Yeah. 
Like, and the, I, probably the best chance the Wild had last night to beat Markstrom, he was a, beaten. He's a foot from the Yeah, from the and net. somehow he, he pitching wedged that thing, <laughs> lob wedged it right over the glass. Flop shot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still was, don't know how that didn't go in. I was laughing in my yeah. apartment, like cackling at the fact that he missed that. Yes. And it's boom, not right the over fact the that he missed it. Like, people miss it all the time. It dribbles wide. Sure. It, it was the fact that, like you mentioned, he absolutely pitchforks it into yeah. the rafters. Straight up. Straight up. Then there is this in overtime. Now the Wild have a two-on-one. Hartman winds and fires at a stop. Rebound, they score. Play is being reviewed to see if it was offside prior to scoring the ball. Okay, hold on. After video review, it was determined the play was offside. Oh, what? There was no Whoever had the Flames voodoo doll and a box full of pins has clearly run out of pins. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow, that's dark. It's very dark, Derek. That's a call for you yeah. right there. Uh, um, I, how's that? For, li- uh, this was everybody's reaction, right? Yeah. Oh, what? No and what? <laughs> how, sick, how sick to your stomach were you? I felt... For Jacob Marstrom when that goal went in last oh, night. Oh, that was the only thing I could think yeah, about. I'm like, really? You couldn't score this guy a goal you after get he's him being one stinking goal? You couldn't get him one? You yeah. could not get him and one? Even early in that overtime, did you see the part where Kadri was gone if Huberto could just get him the puck? Yep. Which was picked off. Like, if he can just somehow, wasn't a some way. Good by Kadri on that goal. It yeah. wasn't a yeah. goal, but. Kadri uh, yeah. was gone if he potentially can get him that pass. And I literally felt sick to my stomach for Jacob Markstrom last night when that puck went in. And that goal, again, you know you know how I feel about the NHL sometimes, how I think it's a Mickey Mouse leak. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> that offside call mm-hmm. was so obviously onside. Offside. On onside to a lot of people that Daryl and the coaching staff looked at it as like, yep, we lost this game. It's onside. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, what? Offside? It was and like- I don't like the rule anyway about the control and coming in before. Because mm-hmm. they've changed that recently in the last couple years. Yeah, you have to have control. Like, like can, you can you really say he didn't puck. have control? Uh, I think that by the definition, uh, like, here's the thing. Okay. I don't read a lot of rule books because I find them boring. But... If the rule is you got to have the puck on your stick, technically the puck wasn't on his stick. Yeah, I. But we've seen goals <laughs> the same way. Count that the same for way. the Kale McCarr goal. Technically, he didn't touch the puck when it was in the offensive zone against yeah. the Edmonton Oilers. That technically, yeah. That that Bovillier I was totally two fine weeks with that. Ago. That's Bovillier right. The Bavillier one two Dallas. weeks ago in overtime. The Anya That's overtime the goal. Yes. Was no. it onside, Patrick, or not? The Beauvillier one? No, last night's. I thought it was offsides. Oh, okay. I think you were in the minority. At the start, I thought it was like, I thought, well, you know what? I thought it was like similar to the Beauvillier one where it was just like, you know what? He has control. And they. Sorry, sorry. I thought it was onside. That's what I meant. I thought it was onside because it was very similar to the Beauvillier goal. Yeah. He had control of the puck when he was in the zone. So, but I guess when he passed it, he passed it too quickly. Like and I'm glad you brought that up because it took them a long time to review that Bovillier yeah, goal. A lot longer than last night. Yeah. Oh no, but like it was still a long review last night. Mm-hmm. But the Bovillier one was even longer. And it just goes to show that there's so much gray area when it's that rule. But 
whatever. I like the I don't know if it is that gray anymore. Like there was one that I just found on Twitter of McDavid where there's a stick check. The puck is off of his stick. He steps in. But watch, it looks like possession. Right. No goal. Watch the Bavillier one. I'm trying to find the Bavillier. Yeah. One. But anyway, we uh, can get into it later on. Shootout in the show time. Too. Shootout time. Shootout time. Picks it up at center. Skates it up the left wing side. Lights slowly to the net. Toffoli shoots and Gustafson pinches his pads together. No, it goes in. It went in. The Flames have won. Tyler Toffoli finds the five hole of Philip Gustafson, and for a second straight night, he is the hero. Just an absolute bop. Oh. The teapot comes through again. Well, again, we got to give Nazem Kadri some credit. He's the oh. one who scored the clutch goal to extend the shootout. Yeah, that was... Well, that was abrupt. Um, I got you. Then. Okay. That was my... Just boom. Boom! Um, Nazem Kadri extends, and then all of a sudden, thank goodness the Flames pulled that win out for Jacob Markstrom, because I... I know Derek was talking about it post game. He's never seen a better game from Jacob Markstrom. It's right up there, man. Like it is and th- this year without a doubt. Yeah, and it's and it's also the situation, right? This isn't a game in November against the Wild during the week. No, this is a the Flames essentially have to win out the rest of the season here. Mm-hmm. We talked about it yesterday as my voice cracks. Hey guys, I'm doing a radio show. Um we said about 13 games left in the season. Uh-huh. They got they need about 13 wins for the remainder of the season. That's where at least. Wouldn't they were at 18 games left? Was it 13 and 5 we said? Yeah. Okay. Two in a row. And then you're staring at a matchup with the Ducks on Friday night at home? Here's you gotta the like your chances. The Flames have the second easiest strength of schedule remaining. But yeah. two of the teams they're chasing are also in the top five for easy strength of schedules. The sure. easiest belongs to the Avalanche and the fourth best belongs to the Kraken. Still got to beat again, those teams. Again, you play Friday against Anaheim and then Sunday. Weird Sunday game. Mm-hmm. Sunday against the Senators. At 7 o'clock. Both of those games are Jacob Marstrom starts. 100%. No question. You know who doesn't have voice cracks? Daryl Sutter? I believe you got to win every game. You got to go 18, 19, 20, whatever it is. You got to win. win every game. Win every game you make it. Now, it's that simple, George. If you win every game, you'll yeah, get into the playoffs. Makes sense. There was something, too, last night that I really picked up on Daryl's postgame. <laughs> yeah, have a listen, and maybe not yeah. so much to Daryl. Yeah, just listen to what's going on in the background of uh, Sutter's postgame. I guess his first shot out of the year and was was the uh, first start of the game for sure. You know what? We're fighting for points. We know that. Wait for it. We a, yeah. We one or two rough games at home, and everybody threw us under the bus. Yeah. So good on them. Somebody had the case of the hiccups big time oh last God. night. Oh, God. It's like that Simpsons episode. Kill me. Kill me. Kill me. Um, it was the first start listen. of the game for sure. Yeah. You know what? We're fighting for points. We know that. Then there's... And it, we a, like, can you even dial it back a little bit? It's having your mouth wide open while you hiccup, too. They're the most, like, I can't, like, a, like it's like again, a child when it coughs. Yeah, like I couldn't even. I didn't even. I, I didn't. I can't I tell you. Focus. What, no. I couldn't focus what Daryl was saying. All I could listen. All I could hear was hiccups. I think. The, yeah. I think Natasha laughs a little bit when she's like asking the question too. Yeah. 
I love it. What's your Yo, hiccup cure? Do you I have hate one? hiccups. Do you have a hiccup cure? I had hiccups on the trade deadline. I just waited for them to go away. I just went to sleep. Patrick, do you have a hiccup cure? Oh, God. I don't really get them. Like, I, I, I'm pretty good. I don't get excited. Yeah, I don't it's drink not like water it's a regular really fast. Like, full life. Yeah. Like, you got to give yourself hiccups. Like, what did that guy yeah. drink really fast? Yeah. yeah. And if somebody just doesn't care, just letting it rip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not five feet away from Daryl Sutton. Yeah, nope. It's fine. Coach is talking to the media. It doesn't matter. Oh, boy. Uh, the Flames win. One to nothing. 43, uh, 40 stops for Jacob Markstrom. Three of four in the shutout. We gave some love to Kadri. We gave some love to Toffoli. Next game for Calgary is Friday when they host the Anaheim Ducks. Um, and we're asking you, 960-960 on the text line, your chance to win a pair of KISS tickets. KISS! Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 960-960, name and location. Other action around the NHL. Busy 10-game slate, including two other Canadian teams. The Devils hosted the Leafs. Prior to the game, we found out that Ryan O'Reilly had undergone successful surgery on a broken finger. Expected to miss roughly four weeks. He's on LTIR. The Leafs are also without John Tavares due to illness. Tied at one going into the third. Leafs took the lead. Then the Devils took the lead. Then Toronto tied it. And then before the end of the frame. Riley circles to the center ice area. Pass up on the wing. Finds Nylander. Nylander into the far corner. Center in front. Matthews scores! 34 snaps it home. And the Leafs power play goal has them out in front. Four to three. Timo Meyer takes a high-sticking penalty. Austin Matthews cashes his 29th. It comes on the power play. Leafs beat the Devils in regulation 4-3. to three. Speaking of clutch, uh, we were talking about Toffoli earlier. That was Matthews' fifth go-ahead goal in the final five minutes of a game. The second most among all players since he entered the NHL. Only Pasternak has more with seven. The other Canadian team was the Canadiens hosting the Hurricanes. Canadiens led 2-0 in 3-2, but the Canes fought back to tie it. Jake Allen, 36-39 stops in regulation, but only 3 of 6 in a 12-round shootout. Or, pardon me, 12-person shootout, 6 rounds. Yusperi Kakaniemi scored to uh, win it for her Carolina. How fitting. 4-3 the final score. Canadiens get a point. An important one for Montreal. No, big time. Yeah. Uh, an important point. Really need that. And again, hey, good for Martin St. Louis. He, he has the team, again, they're competitive every night. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that roster, you're like, how is this team even remotely competitive night in, night out? It's completely been ravaged by injuries. They're playing a ton of kids on the blue line, and yet they still have efforts every night. Even the game Sunday in Vegas against the Golden Knights, they were down 2 nothing early and fought back and made it a hockey game. Martin St. Louis has that team playing competitive every night. And it's frustrating if you're on the tank train. You know what would have helped the tank? Trading Jake Allen? Yes. The guy is far too good for a tanking team. As it relates to the Flames playoff picture, Avalanche hosted the Sharks. San Jose had beat Winnipeg the night prior with a late buzzer beater and then an OT victory. This one was not close. The Avs missed the extra point, but they found pay dirt 6-0, the final score. Kraken taking on the Ducks. That's your nightcap. They uh, released the Kraken in this one. Release the Kraken. Right? Uh, 5-2, your final score is Seattle beat the brakes off of Anaheim. Although, Trevor Zegras scored a nice between-the-legs goal. I don't know if you saw it. I did. Very nice. Good for him. 
Knights look to retake first in the Pacific. They visited the Panthers, Florida, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Washington, all three points out of a playoff spot entering Tuesday's games. Alexander Barkov scored the game winner. The Panthers took two key points, 2-1 over Vegas. Other team on the outside looking in that was playing was Buffalo on the island, battling Bo Horvat and the Islanders. Big one, New York in the first wild card, only four points ahead of Buffalo, Ottawa, Florida, and Washington. Islanders forward Hudson Fashing scored on his fourth of the season in the third period. The Islanders took a 3-2 victory over the Sabres. All four of those teams I mentioned, they're chasing Pittsburgh in the second wildcard spot. Pittsburgh had an opportunity for some key points hosting the Blue Jackets, but the Jackets jumped out to a 4-0 lead. The Penguins able to fight back and push it into overtime. This is a situation. No. He's pucked below no. the goal line. Robinson can't clear. Malkin's got it at the right point. Into the high slot with it. Across Crosby. One-timer. Scores! The captain completes the comeback. And Pittsburgh from down 4-0 wins it 5-4 in overtime. Who else but Sid the Kid? 5-4, your final score. Lightning losers of five straight, trying to get back on track. Took on the Flyers in Tampa. Three points for Nikita Kucherov as the Lightning beat the Flyers 5-2. And the Blues and Coyotes finally all yotes at the mullet. 6-2, your final. Three points for Clayton Keller. Limited action this Wednesday. Three games. Most notable would be the Wild and the Jets. 5-30 start in Winnipeg. The second and third place teams in the Central Division. That actually is no longer true after yesterday's uh, win for Colorado. This would be the second and the fourth place teams in the Central. Uh, If you're a Flames fan, you're hoping for the Minnesota Wild in this one because the Winnipeg Jets are only four points ahead of the Flames after yesterday's action. Uh, The other two games tonight, uh, the Ducks visit the Canucks at 8 o'clock and the Blackhawks take on the Red Wings in Detroit at 5.30. The deadline for franchise takes in the NFL has passed ahead of free agency opening in just a week. Yesterday, we told you about Tony Pollard and the Cowboys and Evan Ingram and the Jags. Turns out six teams using the franchise tag this year. Lamar Jackson tagged by the Ravens, although Baltimore did put out a release saying they hope to come to terms on a long-term agreement still. But then there was this from Adam Schefter on uh, negotiating with other teams. This is a situation, essentially, where Lamar now gets the freedom that he wanted, right? He gets to talk to all the teams. And if there is a team out there that's willing to give him a fully guaranteed contract, he now will have the option to find out. Right, and then uh, the Ravens get a ton of first-round draft picks, Mm -hmm. if that, in fact, is the case. Yes. Because they franchise tagged it. It's like an offer sheet type of thing for the NHL. Correct. What do you think? I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he'll be. uh, Yeah, I think he'll be the Ravens' quarterback next season. But but it's funny how uh, you're hearing all these teams like we're out on Lamar Jackson, like Washington's out on Lamar Jackson. Do you have a better option? The Falcons (laughs) are out on Lamar Jackson. BS when teams were were falling over for Deshaun Watson last year. Yeah, no kidding. That's bull. It is bull. Uh, Josh Jacobs with the Raiders also got the tag. Saquon Barkley of the Giants and Deron Payne in Washington, the only defensive player who was tagged. Um. And Daniel Jones came to a four-year deal with the Giants. I, I think they, they had to sign him. And it's funny how um, I talked about this a couple of years. Like, even when the Patrick Mahomes deal was signed, uh-huh. it was the richest in NFL history. Eventually, that's going to be a steal. It is going to be a steal for the Chiefs. Much like the Josh Allen contract is going to be a steal for the Bills because with the salary cap going up, quarterbacks are just going to make more and more and more money. And these deals are going to look even better. And then with the rumors that Aaron Rodgers potentially might be going to the Jets, and this Tom Brady, the Dolphins thing that's seeming like Brady's like, no, 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 no. 
please, wouldn't that be awesome if Brady ends up with the Dolphins and Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets? What a division that's going to be for quarterbacks. And then there's Mac Jones. Well, there's even interest that the Patriots are interested in Lamar Jackson. So put Lamar Jackson. Let's just play that game. Might as well go all in. Yeah, sure. Let's have Lamar Jackson with the Patriots. Great. That would be awesome. Love it. And then you still have Josh Allen. So that would be great. Uh, Jays and the Pirates yesterday. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi with another start. Another strong outing. Three no-hit innings as the Jays lost 7-2. He still has not yet surrendered a run and struck out nine over seven innings of work and three appearances. Uh, Ricky Tiedemann played as well. A couple of innings. He yeah. got dinged for a two-run jack. Yeah, he got touched up for the first time yesterday. Yeah, he topped out around 97 miles per hour. We weren't seeing the 98s, 99s that he mm. was throwing earlier in spring. But nevertheless, you know, he's still got it in the toolkit. Uh, they'll play Minnesota today. Mm. The Raptors visit the Clippers tonight at 8. We'll see how they bounce back after the end of the game with Scotty Barnes and... Uh, Scott Foster and all that jazz. couple milestones available for some young guys here, too. Scotty Barnes, five rebounds short of 1,000 in his career. He's on pace to become the fastest player in franchise history for to reach 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists. And OG Ananobi, 10 points shy of reaching 4,000 points in his NBA career. He would be the 12th Raptor to hit that mark and the 11th player from the 2017 draft. Wranglers and Eagles played the third of four straight games yesterday. Kevin Rooney with a goal and an assist Ooh. for the Wranglers. Uh, same for Josh Brook. Only three minor penalties in this one. A little bit of a rarity for the AHL. Fourth straight contest goes today at 7 o'clock. That goes at the Dome. It's the last game against the Eagles for the Wranglers in the regular season. We also have the first of two ATP 1000 events going in March here. Uh, qualifier for, qualifiers were Monday and Tuesday for Indian Wells. Uh, the BNP Paribus Open First round gets going under uh, gets going today. Felix Ogiali Asim is the eighth seed. He's got a bye in the first round. Philip Canuck and twenty fifth seed Dennis Shapovalov also has a bye. They're the two men in the draw on the women's side. Bianca Andreescu has a bye as the thirty second seed. Layla Fernandez has a bye as the thirtieth seed. Rebecca Marino has a match in the opening round tomorrow against a competitor from Czechia that I am not going to butcher her name. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Uh, more of your text messages. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. Jacob Markstrom was better than my blank last night. 960-916, Lehman location. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to go see Kiss in November. Yes. Luke Gazdick, NHL on Sportsnet, former NHLer at 7.30. The franchise at 8 o'clock. Eric Francis is all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.